0: In this episode of the Austin Spotlight, I interview Pavel Kolenda and Kelly Cassian of Backyard Pod. We discuss the origins of this startup, as well as the quick growth and challenges they've been facing along the way. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast. Good afternoon, Austin. I hope everyone is enjoying their week and enjoying some sunshine and a little bit warmer weather after that little cold spell so hope your day is going well i am joined today by kelly and pavel of backyard pods so i appreciate you guys taking the time to uh to sit down and chat with me
1: yeah, right i'm happy to be here
0: so uh your guys' company um obviously does you know name backyard pods so it seems pretty straightforward you know does kind of mini pods for making say backyard spaces whether it be like maybe a backyard office or kind of a guest suite or i'm assuming a lot of different things and we were talking about exercise stuff right before you got here like that's been a big thing with with covid and gym closings is needing a place to work out and stuff so um why don't you kind of maybe give us a little brief uh quick
1: history kind of of the company itself certainly Kelly. you mind if i like this one Please. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I, I personally have been involved in construction industry for years, uh, just doing home renovation projects uh, and, and things things like that, essentially anything construction related. Right. Uh, however, my background was in finance and accounting and uh, And that was my main, main job. And, and, and I had someone approach me uh, in 2020 to build a small space for them to, uh, it was actually for a significant other to be able to work from. And they showed me a picture of one of the competitors and they said, Hey, can you build something like this for me? And I looked at it and I said, I, I can build something for you, but uh, quite quite honestly, this is kind of ugly. So I can build you something a little bit better looking if you don't mind. Uh, so quickly put together a design, shared it with that person. I said, you know, before we start building, go to your neighbors, make sure that you're okay with it, and then and then we'll proceed, right? Uh, that turned into two more orders, right? So so uh little light bulb went off and, and i thought to myself well this could be a business right so let's uh put together our website and let's see uh if if people would be interested and uh lo and behold they were so uh we got a bunch of orders fairly quickly uh you know and, and that's when everything starts getting you know kind of a little crazy right we gotta set up uh pipeline yeah. systems, that's right Fine, if we, like, what yeah. are we- like, That's
0: when it gets real. You go from oh, I can do yeah. this <laughs> kind of thing to where oh shoot, like people are expecting us to actually deliver on on the things yeah. that we're showing on this
1: website. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, it, it is a wild ride. I mean, this is just the only way to describe it. Uh, but we had so far and so far, not so far. I'm sure it will be the same way. We had just absolutely fantastic customers, a really great team that we work with, and we just couldn't ask for better people to be working together on this uh so this was about a year a little bit over a year ago uh, we've delivered i think at this point 50 or 60 pods um i lost track at this point uh and we have very happy customers uh you know and the story that really would bring what, what what gives us what because it's a it's a hard business to be in construction is very very hard we yeah. don't realize how difficult everything is particularly with the supply especially chain especially yeah, the last labor, year. right um what gives us that that wind in our sales is uh, just the the life-changing uh, effect that this that pads have on people's uh, on people's environment you know they just literally world life-changing is what comes up in our customer reviews you know they went from being constantly stressed out having kids running around and dogs barking and and parrots flying you know through <laughs> the through the background and cats jumping on their cameras and keyboards right to a, a zen space where you can lock the front door. Our pods come with locks uh, for that purpose. You can close the curtains and say, "I'm just leave me alone, right? Let me be productive." Um, and you know, and it's it, it really improves people's uh, quality of life. And the mental health has been such a hot topic right now, and and we are helping with that, right? The best prescription for your anxiety is a pod, right? <laughs> <laughs> Might not be the easiest one uh but it is the best one you can get these days so um so here we are Kelly joined us um a few months ago as our director of growth uh simply because the company has been just met with so much demand right and and and, and we you know when Kelly and I initially met she was just a perfect fit for the organization and she's been helping us uh to take, take the company to the next level so um anything you would like to add Kelly
2: no, I think, yeah, leave it at that. It's I love the origin story and how I was just blown away that it's been word of mouth. And that's really been it. It's one neighbor gets it, they see it. And then the two on the other side are asking for it. And so that's that's kind of been the best part. And that's what you me to the company. So that's been, yeah, been a lot yeah, of fun. That's
0: awesome having that or, organic growth for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know since I kind of chatted a little bit or emailed back and forth with Kelly a little bit, probably know maybe a little bit more of her background. But it'd be, so I'll kind of ask her first. But like what... So I know you're not a native Austinite, uh, kind of what's your story as far as is coming to Austin and kind of making making that move like a lot of other transplants. Was it specifically for the role here or uh, what, what was kind of the genesis of that?
2: Yeah, so for myself, it was specifically for the role here. So really exciting. Uh, I do, I have a, some family as well in Austin. Um, and same thing, just work opportunity. As I know, a lot of people are in the similar position. So yeah, it was, I'm, I'm from Canada originally, and just kind of did a Zoom, Zoom call like this with with Pavel, and I was just kind of blown away by the setup of the company and really excited, just kind of his vision and where he wanted to go. So yeah, made the 36 hour drive, and and here we are, and, and probably a 50 degree difference. So I'm not, I'm not.
0: This time of year, you're not too upset about probably oh, having yeah, the weather be above yeah. freezing, and yeah. the and the longer the longer days, right? Like I'm sure maybe in the middle of summer it was a little weird having some originally from the Midwest, Michigan, Minnesota, and so in the wow. summer it's a little weird to not have it be daylight till 9, 30, 10 o'clock. But in the winter it's nice to have that extra half hour, forty minutes of daylight. One hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Cool. How about how about for you, Pavel? How what uh, how did you kind of get to Austin and? Um,
1: yeah, uh, so I lived, uh, I'm originally from Poland, actually, and, and that's, uh, you know, that's partially why uh, Pod is, is kind of, and, and this is not This this only this expense to mini homes, right, and the architecture in general, um, I have, I, I've grown up of a different environment, right, so mm-hmm. uh, I think what helps us being successful is having a, a slightly different mindset, I think Kelly is really complementing my thoughts in here, too, being from a different country, too, Right, we're all kind of. Whenever we are facing a an issue, we can bring different perspectives, thing, you know, different design ideas, right, and different approaches to things. So, uh, grew up uh, in Western Poland, right, by German German border, and um, you know, and the architecture is different over there, and and the homes are are different. And one of the things that made me want to get into this is that um, number one. Um, architecture has not changed at all in in america or, or the way you built structures right for like the last hundred years right so can we do something differently Can we do something more efficiently right uh number two the design is also kind of traditional right and looking at competitors it's all looks very similar right so can we do something a little bit more modern a, a little bit more unique right but also very beautiful right uh so all of that that background being from a different can- different country helps me um uh, we, we bring this in and i moved to austin three years ago uh and i moved uh, my fiance and i met in australia and uh, she lived in san diego lived in philadelphia and you know either one of this us wanted to move to the other, each other's city uh so we just traveled around and uh, came to austin fell in love and you know it has been our dream to move here so we sold all, all of our belongings and got into our car and drove to austin three years ago so kind of similar story as uh, Kelly, <laughs> with the difference that at the time I didn't have a job. I was just yeah. I was going to Austin. Literally, both of us were uh, calling and doing uh, phone interviews on the way to Austin. Within two weeks of getting here, getting here, we both got jobs. Uh, uh, yeah, and the rest is history. And uh, and one of the things I, I guess that I try to always bring up as somewhat uh, relevant or important is that my background is actually in uh, in public accounting, and uh, I'm I'm an accountant, and I work in finance and in consulting for a bunch of years as a CPA. And one of the things that we try to bring to construction industry is professional services and professional experience that we've offered in as consulting uh, mm-hmm. right professionals in the past in our environment to the construction industry, right? Everyone, every single person I know has a horror story uh, about working with a contractor, right? Not being up the phones, not responding to emails, being asking for more money, half project, right? Yeah. All of those things are so stressful, right? And we already, it's, it's 2022, right? We already have way too much stress as, as <laughs> we hear. So yeah. we don't need another contractor that is stressing out. Uh, to, in addition to that, so uh, as an organization, we try to make a transparent process, um, easy to follow process, simple, and with a great customer experience uh, to to our clients, uh, and you know, and, and all that experience, all of all of that uh, time we spend in professional services helping us bring this here and and offer that to to our clientele.
0: Very nice. So you mentioned uh starting the business in twenty twenty. So obviously, it was already um right in the middle of the pandemic which which obviously the pandemic accelerated kind of the need for um having multi-use space at home or needing more space at home right because obviously everyone mm-hmm. at that point in time was working from home and and doing those kind of things uh you mentioned the first space you did was for an office space mm-hmm. uh did that was that kind of is that been what the majority of the pods that you've done have kind of been for, or did it very quickly turn into um, other types of spaces, like we talked about, workout spaces or um, you know guest guest accommodation spaces, all those kind of things, or has it been more still more kind of focused on um, office workspace?
2: Yeah. So definitely kind of initially it was office space primarily people working from home. And now a lot of companies that, you know, were kind of sticklers saying, no, you're going to come back are also saying at minimum hybrid system. So yeah. definitely, you know, still busy with a lot of offices. That being said, what people love about backyard pod, especially is that they have turned into these kind of flex spaces. So like the one that we're in right now, um, you know, it's half and office, can, half yeah. gym.
1: I can even maybe do a little, twist pen, the, twist the a little <laughs> bit so you can really tell, but there is a gym set up, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a space big enough that you can tuck in your chair, uh, under yeah. your desk. Right. And you can very easily squeeze a work, squeeze a workout in whether it's in the morning or midday. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so very convenient.
2: lots of fun there with people, you know, whether it's a studio as well um whether that's art studio music studio you name it um and then even just people coming in from out of town and visiting and wanting somewhere to crash so there's there's it's cool because you know we initially thought office and now it's just turned into so many other things in addition to that
0: very nice uh for you guys obviously only being a year old has it been something where it's been just a local thing because obviously with construction wise it's kind of construction is generally hard to do at a large scale geographically, but I assume with the pods and stuff, there'd be the potential, depending on the size of them to ship them out other places too, right? Like, so like shipping containers have kind of been Mm -hmm. an in vogue thing, um, in a lot of different areas, although they're impossible to get now as well, too. So, uh, so have you guys seen traction? Is it primarily, I mean, obviously it's gonna be primarily in Austin if it's word of mouth, but, Mm -hmm. um, What's the scope, or or is there a plan for more regional or national kind of
1: growth as well, too? It's a great question, Troy. Um, we we definitely get requests and and inquiries from all over the United States uh, and even outside. We have people reaching out from Belgium, from yeah. Bermuda, Bermuda, right? right. So someone from Bermuda, <laughs> all over the world. There's requests for pods, uh, which is wonderful. You know, we take it as a compliment. And we love it but quality is extremely important to us and Mm -hmm. and that is something that we are focusing on there's a few different options we're considering about growth outside of austin Uh, one of them is through franchise system right another one is about just opening another division of the company in different cities Um, all of those things are very difficult uh, to accomplish uh, with great quality being sustained at the same time right so we're very careful about that the demand that we get in Austin is high enough that we are growing still at an incredible rate. And uh, for now, we are uh, focusing on setting up systems, but with a thought of us expanding to other cities, right? So how can we create a system that when we're ready, we can pull the trigger and, and all the gears and all the things are in places where they need to be for us to grow to other cities. So. The plan is that we are going to be expanding to older texas cities uh, within the next 12 months and then after that we'll be hoping to expand to other states as well um, we are thinking or we are currently working on a, on a product essentially that can be shipped as a flat pack so anyone anywhere in the us can um assemble it right but even with that still um it is the product that would be love delivering to our customers is a product that is a great quality that is going to last right and that to be properly installed and and be there for a long time without any issues is a challenge and we are, we're working very hard on making sure that all the T's are crossed and all the I's are dotted for us to accomplish just that.
0: Sure. And that's one of the advantages of, of still being small, right? Is you can still see a lot of growth here locally mm-hmm. and then potentially in some of the systems you have to put in place to make that growth go smoothly and maintain that high level of quality will I'm sure help you guys when and if you guys expand outside of Austin to kind of have some of those systems in place to uh, kind of keep that quality level high in other parts of the country. Absolutely.
1: You're absolutely right.
0: Um, what's been probably your biggest, I mean, again, in 2020, when you first started, I don't know if you had any plans or thoughts that this would become a business necessarily when you first you know did your first one or two, but what have been kind of your biggest challenges uh in in running the business and i guess on that front too is this the first business that you've owned
1: and run yourself Mm -hmm. uh this is not the first business i've uh the first business thinking back was me selling candles on uh (laughs) you know on in front of us there's a holidays of all saints day right Mm -hmm. and i when i was probably like 12 years old i started this business of selling candles in front of a cemetery on for all Saints (laughs) day just so i get Some pocket money. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I've always had a a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit. um, And, you know, some of the, you know, there's, there's a candle business. Right. And then there's, I had a web design business, a photography business. uh, Did some IT and financial consulting in the meantime, but it was all side projects. Right. None Mm -hmm. of it was a venture where I said, okay, well, this is my financial. Well, my financial well-being and future is now invested in this. Right. So backyard part is. Uh, the first big venture like that um, part of the reason why I worked in public accounting uh, and in consulting is because I wanted to understand how small company can go to a large organization right and and I specifically picked the role for that reason I worked for a small company first and it always kind of boggled my mind how is a hundred thousand people company operating right how do they function right and i said you know what i'm just going to find out i quit my job and i went working for a hundred thousand people company uh just to see all the layers right so um both kelly and i and and kelly worked for for small business before too in a leadership role we both have an experience where we work where we've seen organizations go from small to very large right And, and all the gears all the steps that need to be put in motion to um to accomplish that right uh, so, so that's what we've been trying to do at Backyard Pod, and there's a lot of um, startups. There's a lot of organizations that are out there, right? Uh, there's a lot of people who have great ideas, right? And there's a lot of a lot of companies that try to do what we do, right? And they have beautiful designs and they have beautiful products, right? But there's there's this one key term that is extremely important for businesses, and that's deliverability, right? Ability to actually build it, finish it, and do it over and over again, right? And that's something that is extremely important to us at Backyard Pod. Uh, back home in Poland, we have a saying uh, that, that I always try to bring up is that there's two types of people. There's people with a, a big mouth to talk and a small hand to work. And there's people with a big hand to work and a small mouth to talk, right? And we try to be the ones with a big hand, right? So we focus on the product and we get to work and we accomplish that and we get it done. And that's why we can continue delivering our pods over and over at the price that we can, offering warranty, being there for our customers when they need us. Um, and by having some of those core values, right? Great customer experience, beautiful and functional products. Um, that is that is what has that that is what has been helping us being successful here in Austin. Nice.
0: Yeah, no, as uh, someone who gets to network a lot, I'll, I'll talk to different um either people that are you know have their own business or maybe are thinking about it. And that's always one of the things that Kind of surprising me is everyone's So I have someone that's, you know, has an idea, but mm. that they don't want to really share, right? Because they think the idea is, mm-hmm. um, is what's going to make or break stuff. And in reality, ideas are a dime a dozen, right? Like, you know, Facebook wasn't the first social me- social network. Uber wasn't the first rideshare company. Like, it's really the execution that's going to make the business successful on a small or large scale. Um, but it's, it's always interesting how a lot of people think that the idea um, or, you know, again, a beautifully designed product is just going to automatically sell itself, when in reality, if you can't execute on, again, all those orders that started to come in, once, once people heard about you guys, that Mm would have, you know,
1: been the end of that, because you couldn't actually deliver and execute. Yeah, that, that is a very good observation. Absolutely. Uh, and and you did ask also about challenges and, you know, there's there's new challenges every day. Right now, the, the biggest challenge we're facing is the materials. Right. Uh, every single time we place an order, there is probably 15 to 20 percent of things we're ordering that are out of stock and we have to source a different supplier and the different supplier may be in a different city and it's going to be more expensive. And it is um, you know i don't want to say it's a nightmare uh <laughs> because we do it with a smile on our faces yeah. and with uh pride and pleasure but it's difficult it's challenging mm-hmm. um, another thing is um w- working with uh, or or sourcing a uh, uh, labor force right and you know we're very lucky that we have an extremely good team uh, we love uh, we love our team and, and we're really happy to have them um but for growth purposes it's difficult right sourcing talent uh, and, and finding them and, and, and retaining right Is it's not easy um but we've been very lucky uh, we pay a lot of attention to it we put a lot of time and effort into it and and so far so good uh, so you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy business. Um, I always say to our customers, I always try to, uh, on our initial kickoff projects, uh, I bring it up and say, uh, and, and maybe Kelly's, <laughs> Kelly's nervously laughing over here, so I don't know if I should say it, but I use a, a dental comparison saying like, you know, we, we make it sound like it's very easy, right? We're going to make it very easy to you but it's going to be kind of like getting a root canal, right? It's complex. There's going to be digging. There's going to be cutting and nailing and all of that. But guess what? We are here with the laughing gas that we're going to to provide you. We'll hold your hand. We're going to make it extremely nice and pleasurable for you, and you won't feel anything. And at the end, you're going to be very happy with the results. So (laughs) just bear with us. If anything goes wrong and this construction industry, statistically speaking, something will go wrong, right? Just call us and we'll make it right for you. So that's all that takes. You have great project managers in place. You have all layers that you can reach out to of escalation. Just call us and we always, always make it right to our customers. Uh, so, you know, it's, there's things coming up every day, but uh, we work hard on making sure that at the end, everything is done the, the right way and everyone is happy. Yeah.
0: Very nice. Yeah. So again, as a real estate agent, um, dealing with, some clients who may, who might be doing remodel stuff or if they're trying to purchase new construction stuff right like you say you, i run into a lot of the same same issues maybe not on a daily basis but you know new construction projects that get delayed by weeks or months to get a home mm-hmm. completed or the challenges of getting a home remodeled right like there's the, the rem- on the remodel side of things contractors are so busy that if you want a really small job done most of them don't have the time it's not financially yeah. uh successful and stuff for them so that's one of the things that i in similar kind of concept talk with my clients like the process is going to be more stressful than you think like it just seems like oh i'm going to get a house built or i'm going to get this done the the process i guarantee Mm -hmm. will be more stressful than you think but i'm going to be here to help walk you through it to be you know be a sounding board to help you know when things look like they're um not going to get fixed to help make sure they do get fixed and those kind of things. And it's, it's about trying to set that expectation that it's not going to be all just sunshine and sugar plums and that it's going to be, there's going to be some hard work involved, but it's, but it's worth it. That's the, that's the key component. It's still Mm -hmm. worth it because at the end, you're going to have something that's going to be um, more, more valuable and more important to you than the stress that was um, required along the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really hit it right on the head, Troy. It's yeah. it is having having the right expectations, having the right approach, right? And and then being there. Because to your point, I'm sure you get the same a lot of your customers have never went through this process before, right? And yeah. and you know, a lot of times you you see the people's highlight reel, right? Where it's like, well, here's my brand new home that I just built for myself and I got this customized and I got this customized and I got this customized do you know how much time went to in making sure this customization is done right you have no idea right but all you see is this beautifully nicely finished mm-hmm. home right so uh, mm-hmm. it, it's important I'm sure your your clients love when you do that for for them Troy because you know it, I, I can I can express now how setting the right expectation how important that is mm-hmm. yeah.
0: no I know it's one of those that I really want to need to try to get I mean I'd have to you'd have to get a client to agree to it but almost have a more behind-the-scenes stuff, almost like HGTV-wise or something like that to really kind of help. Other people understand, you know, that, yeah, like, again, at the at the end, in almost every case, it's, it's well worth it. But there are days where you are stressed the bleep out and you have, you know, that not only they're having to work, but they're, you know, they're suddenly thinking that their, you know, their contract's going to fall through or whatever it is. And so, like, understanding that that's part of the process is... Uh, as frustrating and as stressful as that might be. So, um, so Kelly, what, for you, what, what did you see in backyard pod that made you say, Hey, you know what? I need to, leave Canada and come <laughs> all the way down to Austin and, yeah. and, uh, work for this company other than the warmer weather
2: yes and his polish jokes but <laughs> no uh, honestly just seeing the way the world was going and um you know same as as pavel i have um went to you know university business degree and kind of got to work in a in a growing company and so just i actually was just on linkedin and saw some of the posts and i fell in love with the design as well. Um, that was kind of being a side passion of mine. And so, um, and then really it was reading, it was meeting Pavel and just kind of we were both aligned in where this business could go. Um, so yeah. And just having that drive and the vision for it, but then also putting, putting in the work and the practicality of it all. So, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's kind of, a, it's a crazy story how it all worked out so well. Um, but it was just the, really kind of where this company could go. And so, and where we have been going, um, the trajectory of it has me really excited and, and we have fun. We have a great team. Um, everyone, everyone loves working together. Everyone has the same vision. Um, so that's kind of the most important part is that sure, you know, it's going well, the pods are beautiful. The clients are awesome, but we also have fun as a team together day to day. So yeah
0: had you did you have a background working in smaller businesses or doing kind of entrepreneurship kind of stuff as well or
2: yeah it was a bit of both i mean if we're going back you selling candles i was selling lemonade and then it was kind of starting out lemonade and then all of a sudden i'm stealing my sister's barbie dolls and selling them off and (laughs) and charging a premium and saying anyway so same same thing kind of in the spirit um uh, learned a lot, um, also just kind of from my parents in the entrepreneurial space and definitely driven in that sense. Um, and then lucky enough to have really some, some diverse experience, whether it was kind of a larger company and also a smaller one that grew in Canada. So, um, yeah, I definitely get excited when, you know, it's smart business opportunity. Um, great people that work there and like-minded individuals that want and are willing to put in the work to take it somewhere. So it all, it all aligned really well.
1: That's awesome. Okay, yeah. okay. If I can add a little bit to Kelly's yeah. background, I think the reason why she she was such a great fit is because her expertise was was not only she was applying for a sales position, right? That's that's essentially that was the next step that we needed. Uh, but what really has um, got me excited about Kelly joining the organization was her also awesome marketing and social media skills, which now to us we we are majority of our business was either referrals or social media, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which five years ago that was not the case right it was the search engine optimization and uh, newspapers right and and uh, keywords in google right things like this but now instagram is just instagram facebook tiktok are just extremely powerful uh, places for advertising and for gaining your customers right mm-hmm. so Uh, kelly's shown kelly had a ton of experience with that uh had success with previous companies and it was just a a perfect fit right not only be able to lead the sales but also um leading all the marketing efforts as well
2: thank you
0: (laughs) you guys obviously both haven't been in austin too terribly long obviously kelly a little bit last time Has, has there been was there anything surprising or um that you had to adjust to in either of you or both of you in moving to austin like what's kind of been um yeah i i
2: know personally oh my gosh i didn't realize how many (laughs) sometimes it feels like i'm speaking a different language but that's just canadian versus american Uh, I love, I love the little pocket Austin is, um, everyone is so friendly. It's been such an easy transition. Um, and, and it's very exciting cause it feels like, you know, myself just moving here, looking to meet new people. A lot of people are kind of in the same boat. So it's been very easy meeting other people. Um, which has, been, which has been awesome. Like it's been very easy to kind of get involved in other things in the community. And it is a little bit like Keep Austin Weird is a hundred percent a thing. Like getting to meet a lot of these clients and seeing their homes and um, different perspectives. I, I love it. I love how kind of colorful it is.
1: How about you for you, Pavel? Uh, uh, absolutely love Austin. Um, fantastic city. Uh, love how outdoorsy it is, right? Uh, mm-hmm uh food is fantastic I, i've been i've been still practicing my uh southern accent you know so i'm, I'm still <laughs> still getting used to that a little bit and when I, i'm not i'm going to spare you that but <laughs> I, when, I, when i try my southern accent i can i can literally see the physical pain i'm causing to other people so i'm using it as a torture device for now <laughs> uh, but in the future i'm hoping to improve it to a point uh where, where, where i can just Fit in, you know, fit in, and no one's going to be poignant "Who is this, you know, Polish weirdo?" <laughs> and then you know, they would be saying, "Like, oh, he's one of us, right?" <laughs> uh, but but that aside, uh, great culture for the city, uh, as as Kelly mentioned, it's uh it, it's its own form of a melting pot, right? Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot of different melting pot cities, and they're all different, and Austin has its own nature. It's an extremely exciting city. I just love how there's so many things coming here and so many things happening in Austin and so many things you can do. And you know, it's a very healthy city too. Yeah. Uh everyone care, you know, takes care of themselves, exercises, right? It's I just I just love being in this environment, right? And that's why Paz also has been a, a great venture too, because it, it was a big commitment, right? Starting a business, signing a lease in our warehouse, mm-hmm. right? okay well we're staying here for a little bit right? <laughs> otherwise we'll have you know some debt collectors chasing <laughs> us around the United States so um it was a big commitment but we made it with a confidence uh, with, with a bunch of confidence uh, uh we, we absolutely loved it so coming from Philadelphia uh, and Poland before that right uh winter weather which right now is beautifully sunny and it's January right it's mm-hmm unheard of for me and I, I send sent pictures to my family back in Poland they're shoveling snow and Kelly's doing the same thing in Canada oh, yeah. right They're just like like how was your um, you know trip to the store this morning on your skis you know <laughs> uh well well like I'm walking around in my shorts and t-shirt oh. here in Austin it's that is just absolutely fantastic and I yeah. and I also have to second what Kelly said about people just being absolutely wonderful and I see that first and with our customers you know my my fiancé always laughs i come home and i said hey you just met this new client i think i'm gonna be like friends with them <laughs> super cool, you know and she's like you say that every single time like every single time you come home you're like those people are awesome you know uh so it's it, it really is a, an ex- it's exciting it's this exciting place to be exciting place to have a business and uh, and, you know, and we're excited for the future. We're working yeah. hard on a backyard pod to make sure that there is future. Uh, yeah. because it is exciting. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's definitely one of the things with Austin and I'm sure there are like say other cities like it too, but because there's been so much growth in Austin mm-hmm. and so many people relocating, there's a, such a large pot of people who either, you know, again, in the last year have just moved, or even if you did it you know, four or five years ago, you still kind of remember that experience of moving. And so you're, you're still building out your network of people where Mm -hmm. in, you know, if you're in the Northeast or in California, where a lot of people have lived for, you know, 20, 30 years or two or three generations, like you kind of already have your social network at that point in time. And so it's not as welcoming where I think, I think that's one of the reasons that Austin is, um, has that kind of welcoming it's easy to get integrated feel and just the fact that people want to were willing to and wanted to relocate to austin has it's the people of that mindset that enjoy change enjoy enjoy challenges and new things and so meeting new people and networking with new people is kind of just i think a little bit in their dna more so than maybe some people
1: too Mm -hmm. definitely absolutely yeah
0: so with pods, what, um, how varied or standardized are your guys's products? Like, I mean, again, right? You can't. I don't. Well, I shouldn't say you can't. I don't know. Um, okay. You're not gonna. You can't build a three thousand square foot pod as a as a you know single family home. But like, what kind of um, options and stuff do people have, either size wise or for again? the purpose, you know, if it's trying to use it for office versus a, uh, you know, a guest suite type of thing.
2: Yeah, definitely. So we, you know, pods initially blowing up with office spaces, we've um, you know, we've got it down to the science. So we do have three different sizes with that. Um, And so we come in, you know, within 30 days, you have a fully operating pod ready to go. And like we said, you know, office space, studio, gym, you name it people crashing. Now we've had a lot of inquiries lately in kind of your mother-in-law pods. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now that's including a bathroom uh, and potentially an extra room. Uh, So we've made them a little bit, a little bit bigger. Uh, So, so that's kind of an option, same exact build out, but again, and these, this has all just been from needs and what our clients are needing, you know, people Mm say, well, what if i want a little bit more space because this person's saying and i come to babel and he's like sure okay let's
1: figure it out so or it's, people or people saying if i have to spend one more night with my mother-in-law on the yeah. same crew i am going to i i don't know what will happen right we'll say okay on it 100
2: <laughs> so that's kind of where this has come from so we do have flexibility kind of you know we come out and we and we build um on site so we have the the variability there uh the two other exciting products that we have one being our space pods um if you think of kind of like an apple looking product uh that's kind of what it looks like like it just being all clear uh we named it space it kind of looks like you could take this thing to the moon but it's very portable so People love it because it's a two-day installation, like it comes pre-fitted with office space. So that is a little bit more specific for office use where our pods are a little bit more of a flex room. Um, So it's a little bit smaller, most affordable uh, product. And then what's very exciting, um, and we've had so many opportunities with our gigapods, so that is now your luxury tiny home space. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's coming with your full appliances as well which i know a lot of people love that about it uh because it's really you know you're not having to worry about anything um Mm -hmm. and that's got a loft um our two bedroom also has you know that's one and a half bath and it's double sink and it really you know is thought thought out and um for the consumer in mind and not only that it looks really nice i know pavel i love when he says he's like well why do these tiny homes have to be ugly like what's so that's kind of where this came from um so you know a lot of people interested in living in it or also just renting it out so that's been um kind of the fun that we've had with those three kind of main different streams of products and we have some flexibility kind of in our pods
0: very nice yeah no uh the the living space kind of side of things is i mean all three of them have a lot of value right like <laughs> over the holidays had family in town and like it's well mm-hmm. it's fun to have them around like if nowadays because people if you can work remotely can stay longer it's kind of like yeah i don't know if i need you around for work <laughs> uh, but like if you have your own space if you can have that little bit more of a break then it's obviously a lot more uh, enjoyable for everyone uh yeah. in, in those regards or again right like there's um I can't i want to say it's like the commercial for vrbo that talks about how you know this is your exercise room slash office slash you know library study area and stuff and so like mm-hmm. to be able to kind of take some of you know take one function for a room like that and put it somewhere else is just yeah. hugely beneficial for the mental yeah. uh, mental sanity of a lot of people There's Mm -hmm. so many
2: studies on that Troy too, of just having, you know, separate areas for different things. So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this is where I'm going to sleep. Uh, this is where I'm going to eat. This is going to, where I'm going to work out where a lot of our clients, you know, especially growing families now, all of a sudden a, you know, the one person's trying to be quiet on the phone to not wake the baby. B, They're both working from home. The one person's trying to work in their bed and then try to go to bed later, you know, or the laptop staring at them from the room. So just, that alone, with the pods, is kind of why
0: um, we've been so busy with that. Sure. Okay. What are some of the goals for 2022? So you know we're in the second second week of the of the year. You guys have um, obviously again, right? We talked a little bit about some of the potential growth uh, mm-hmm. to expand and stuff. Maybe that's you know already in the first half of 22 20, 2022 uh, goals, or maybe that's longer term, like what's well, kind of on the horizon over the next 12 months.
1: Certainly. No, that's, that's the exciting part, right? It's the future, the planning. Um, so realistically in 2022, um, optimization of our operations is massive, right? But that's the boring goals, right? No one wants to talk about the boring goals. <laughs> the exciting ones is that we're looking at developing a um, GigaPad community uh, outside of Austin, right? So we're looking for the right property right now and for the right person to partner up um, uh, on this effort with. Uh, there's, there's few different options that we will offer. Um, there's going to be pods you can buy from us. And we we're looking at a property where we can sell a pod with land, right. And someone living in Austin, how great would it be to be able to get away, right. And, and go for a weekend trip and stay in, in Wimberley area or Fredericksburg area. Right. Uh, or dripping Springs, right for, for a night or two and decompress and, you know, go hiking uh, or, you know, have a bonfire at night, all those cool things. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest of the time, Airbnb, right? There is a deficiency of Airbnbs out there. So, so we're really offering a tremendous opportunity for our customers who would like to purchase a, a gigapod because you can make really good money through Airbnb by purchasing one of the pods from us. And you also have a getaway spot for yourself too. Uh, or if you have your family coming over, right, and it's your mother-in-law that, that <laughs> loves to point out all the wrong things with you, right? You can say like, "Hey, I got this great spot for you to stay in Wimberley. You know, <laughs> it's only forty-five minute drive, right? <laughs> so she can't. She's not going to be bringing down your neck too much, right? So uh, it is all in all, it it would be a great opportunity for us to offer that. Uh, we're currently working with a few different lots that we're hoping to build our first gigapod park, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, We're looking at uh, bringing up a few different product options as well, all of it being in a similar uh, node as we do right now, which is standardized, right, but affordable uh, with a quick installation, right? So that is our key uh, component there. So we're very careful about picking the right product. uh, So when we pick it, it's going to be the right one, right? Uh, and you know, and just uh, just general growth, meeting the demand, shortening our installation timeframe. If you call us today, hey, I need a pod, we can say, we can start it a week and a half from now if you're ready, right? So uh, because we do get... When I said that we have customers calling and saying, I will be divorced if I don't have my pod <laughs> in the next two weeks, Like that is a true story that happened on multiple occasions, right? Both ways. Both ways. It's husbands or wives calling, right? uh so it, it it is it is really we're doing sometimes it feels like we're doing like a couples therapy, or therapy <laughs> not, a, uh, not a construction company but you know it's it's all it's, it's all sometimes
0: you find out more information than you were thinking than exactly. you're hoping to necessarily yeah. find out
1: I uh I will say to
2: Troy another exciting thing that we are planning on for this year is um just helping out with the initiative of Pots for the homeless so that's something that's kind of near and dear to us um so we you know that that's kind of in the in in the queue not to say too much more about it but it's it's something that we're passionate about and we're kind of looking at a couple different avenues to to see how we can help with that so pretty cool yeah Do you want yeah to homeless to that?
1: yeah homelessness yeah. is definitely a one of the biggest you know uh issues uh here awesome. in Austin, right and uh and, and we all see it uh we all uh, we, we all feel bad about it. I mean, tell me, tell me a person who, who doesn't feel sorry for, you know, for, for the people who, oh, yeah. it, right. It, it is just such an awful, awful thing that happens to our neighbors, right? Those people who are our neighbors. So, um, both Kelly and I are very new to the city, but we considered it home and we want to do what we can to make it a better place right and helping with the homelessness in in austin is is one of those things that we would like to do so Mm -hmm. we are in discussions with a few different organizations where we can we design actually a a a nomad pad uh, that we call which is essentially a product that is uh, a little bit more industrial finishes right Uh, but it provides a essentially a living space uh for for people that could be utilized for for individuals that are facing homelessness so mm-hmm. extremely excited about that um it's you know it, it is a it's a side venture venture for us uh, but it's just as important as, uh, as anything else for us so we're working hard on finding something that is going to work out and uh, and hopefully in the next 12 months we'll be able to have at least few places right yeah. even if we get one or two or three or ten yeah. hundred people right uh yeah. place to stay uh it, it it's going to be huge yeah
0: no yeah and um, it's like I say, it's obviously probably one of the bigger issues facing Austin in general. And again, there's just been, unfortunately, there's been such a polarizing divide about the way it's been handled, which again, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree a whole lot with how it has been handled. But I think almost everyone agrees that there should be stuff done about it. It's just about what, what's, a, what's a smart um smart and efficient way to do it that way. And they and like say it's one of those where it, because it's such a big issue, it can seem daunting to try to solve. And again, like a lot of things in life, you probably solving, it's probably not possible, um, but putting a dent into it, making it better, mm-hmm. making it, you know, for at least a, even a small percentage of people is life changing for those people. So it's a worthwhile uh, exercise for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice um probably i know i know you guys said you could be here all day and you know, <laughs> because this has been a lot of fun yeah, but yeah, I yeah I know. I know. well i mean he's your boss and so he said you guys could be yeah, 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 You're fair. just stuck here all day with us Kevin. Oh. but uh no so i've been uh asking people on, on the podcast kind of if they have either a favorite or kind of a hidden gem restaurant that they've uh been enjoying mm-hmm. lately that. Yeah. Uh, don't they find interesting or really or want to kind of plug because you know restaurants yeah. as well can use a lot of our help
1: too. Mm-hmm. Well, our favorite hundred percent is this taco truck just outside of our office on yeah. one eighty three. <laughs> yeah, probably just my
2: sheer volume of how many times we've eaten there. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I would say it actually really good tacos, and it's it's out by the warehouse. But um, twenty five
1: hundred South Highway One eighty three. If anyone wants to okay. check it out yeah good. And, come say hello uh, my favorite restaurant probably yeah. is odd duck uh, i know i'm going to be mm-hmm. unoriginal by saying that but i just love their menu yeah. sure. uh there's something interesting there uh, yeah. that i do enjoy
2: i would say almost i'm just thinking almost less um yeah i'm just thinking less restaurant i love codependent but that's kind of your coffee slash <laughs> cocktails
0: I was just there, I was just there yesterday, actually. So.
2: I am there. Yeah. I love just like if I'm, you know, quickly popping in between meetings or something and answering a few, I just love, yeah, all windows. you see the greenery and yeah. kind of reminds me of anyways, one of the pods that we built, um, oh, really? that has the same windows and greenery kind of <laughs> behind it. So anyways, yeah, I would say. Again, that's not really a hidden gem, but you know what we're in sure. here. But it's we're a place that
0: you—it's a yeah. place that you enjoy, so that's, uh, yeah. that's that's just cool too. The maybe that's one of the next things for the pods is you can turn the food truck into a pod, so he's got a more permanent yeah. thing, and that'll that'll kind of be coffee shop. That way, that way, he can't leave you guys. He has to stay there, <laughs> and, you know, right
1: behind yeah. the office. it's yes, <laughs>
2: exactly. Coffee shop, taco truck. Yeah, I like
1: that. I like it. Certainly.
0: Well, I really appreciate you guys taking the chance to or taking the time to to chat. It's been really a whole lot of fun um, for people that are wanting to find out more about them. Like, say, you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn uh, at backyard underscore pod and uh, see a lot of cool, cool social media stuff that I'm sure Kelly has been spearheading uh, yeah. in that regard and, and yeah. uh, uh, get in contact if you need more
1: information. Yeah. Awesome. Troy. It's been an abs- absolute treat being here. Thank you so much for considering mm-hmm. us. Uh, it's an honor. I had a lovely time chatting with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I
0: appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Have a great day, guys. You. Okay. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye.